There are three questions that nearly everyone in the world is asking. Find out these three questions and why they are important on today's episode of Own the Future. Welcome to Own the Future, a podcast dialoguing with creatives and entrepreneurs to better understand who we are, the work we do, and how we will shape and own the future. My name is Lucas Scrobot, and today we will be discussing the three questions that are running through everyone's mind. We'll discuss why we're asking these questions and why they are important. We've touched on in the previous episodes um, on these three questions, which they are, who am I? What am I going to do? And am I going to make it? Likewise, as a society, we are asking who are we, what are we going to do, and are we going to make it? As Dr. Michael Wesch described in a previous episode, these three questions hit on three massive areas in our lives, our identity, our occupation, and making a living. And the third is the constant concern of risk and doubt that permeates our world. You see, hundreds of years ago, humanity was not asking these questions. Society had already answered them for us. We knew who we were. Our identity was defined by clear cultural boundaries, traditions, tribes, and static roles. We knew our place because our father's and our mother's place in that society, and those roles did not change. There is no such thing as a class mobility. We knew what we were going to do. If our father was a merchant, we became merchants. If our families were farmers, we became farmers. Our work was decided for us. 150 years ago, the world was not innovating and changing at the rapid pace as today. Before, it would take hundreds of years for a new innovation or a disruption to come along that we needed to adapt to. We weren't questioning if we would make it, if we were cut out for the job, if we could adapt to changing times, for there wasn't much to really adapt to. But those days are gone forever. Who am I? Who are we? This seems like it should be an easy question to answer, but as the world is getting smaller and cultural lines blur, this question becomes more pronounced among modern societies. Our identities come from our family, our culture, our peers, co-workers, titles, positions, our honor. Where do we stand in society and how do we behave? It is increasingly unclear where each of us stands and who we are as the global diaspora of peoples and cultures are changing the landscapes of which we live. This is an obvious question for someone who leaves their nation of origin, lives and immerses themselves in another culture. I, for instance, continually question who I am in the context of where I fit or don't fit into Arab culture. There's another more subtle diaspora taking place in the earth. It is the diaspora of Western culture and technology embedding itself into every aspect of global society. As Western culture 
and technology affects Eastern culture, we begin to see a new generation of youth come up stuck between two cultures while still in their native land. Who are we? They're asking. Do we wear a kandora and listen to Drake? Or do we wear shorts while reciting Arabic poetry and playing the oud? Who are we? Who am I? Who are you? The second question we are asking is, what are we going to do? What is our vocation? Will our vocation be around in the next two years, five years? What about nine months? Or will we be replaced? Will we become irrelevant? Centuries ago, this wasn't an issue. We knew our vocation. It was blacksmith, seamstress, fisherman. Now we are asking, am I passionate? Am I learning? Do I love this? Will this pay well enough? Does this give me the status I'm looking for? With the world open for us to reinvent ourselves, learn new skills, start businesses, and create our dream life, there is a question and an anxiety. The anxiety of if we're picking the right career path, and how will we know if we've picked it or if we've missed it? That leads us to the final question that we're asking, are we gonna make it? It is closely tied to the first two questions. Today, the world is changing every nine to 18 months. The strategies and skill sets of today may not be relevant tomorrow. Our positions in the workplace might not exist tomorrow as AI, robotics, and outsourcing jobs erodes positions in companies as they optimize their bottom line in a highly competitive global marketplace. What happens to university professors if the education system pivots due to dropping enrollment rates. Even Dr. Michael Wesch, a tenured professor at Kansas State University, doesn't know if his position will be around in the next two to three years. What happens to accountants or secretaries as AI is able to do their jobs better, quicker, and cheaper? Now, this isn't a far-fetched idea We've already seen Uber disrupt the taxi industry, Airbnb impact the hotel industry, Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, and OTT wipe out traditional television, impacting billion-dollar markets while creating brand new markets with brand new opportunity. The world has drastically changed. The iteration of that change is only continuing to increase. So what is to stop you or I to be next on the chopping block? In a world with no guarantees, we are asking if we as individuals are going to make it and if our society will make it. Why are these questions important? Well, as entrepreneurs, artists, communicators, thinkers, dreamers, those who are pushing and building for better, it is our responsibility to lean in and say something, do something, create something, and give something to the world around us. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you have been born into more privilege than 99.9% of the greatest kings that have ever lived and ruled the world. With such privilege and such power, 
would come such great responsibility. So what? So how do you answer these questions? Well, you don't. One of my favorite quotes is by Rainier Rilke. It goes like this. I want to beg you as much as I can, dear sir, to be patient towards all that is unsolved in your heart and to try to love the questions themselves, like locked rooms and like books that are written in a very foreign tongue. Do not now seek the answers which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. There is nothing I could tell you, or you could tell yourself, that might ease these questions. Even if we look to religion, knowing God will provide, guide, and take care of us, we still must ask these questions daily. We still must understand our gift mix. We still must understand our cultural makeup and discern what small steps to take next. Knowing that even though we make our plans, it is God who ultimately directs our steps. But if we make no plans, if we live an unexamined life, if we close our eyes, our ears, and put our heads in the sand instead of facing the trying realities of our day, if we shrink back and abdicate our responsibility to our communities, putting our hands up, accepting despair, failure, and defeat, then we deserve failure and defeat. If we refuse to open our eyes to the injustice around us, we will deserve the day injustice comes upon us. If we deafen our ears to the cry of the oppressed, then we one day will deserve to become oppressed. But, but if we choose to stand up, ask questions, and work towards a better tomorrow for others, we can, and we will, own the future. This podcast, Own the Future, is for you, you who are asking these questions and fighting to shape the culture and the world around you. This podcast is for you who questions the status quo and believes in a brighter tomorrow. This podcast is for you who believes you have the power to impact and influence the world, not so that you can have more or get more, but so that you can help more and give more. As Ryoki said, love the questions, do not fear them. I say rather fear an unexamined life. Fear believing you have quote unquote, all the right answers. Now I, I believe in absolute truth, and when you discover principles of truth and love, hold on to them. Live by the principles, but questions. Now, I believe in absolute truth. And when you discover principles of truth and love, you must hold on to them. You must live by those principles. But when the questions that we once asked turn into rote rituals that we repeat without thought, 
and we fail to be continued to be transformed by the revelation of truth and its principles, then we've missed it. Another way of seeing it is the moment our verbs become nouns and our actions become mere rhetoric, we've lost everything that enables us to grow and navigate the future. So I leave you with this. Learn to love the questions. Fear an unexamined life. And when you think you found an answer, live it out. Let truth become alive in you. Allow truth, the answers, to be a driving force of change within you so that you live out the questions and then one day the answers, thereby owning the future. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Own the Future. I know there are a lot of things out there that you can listen to and give your attention to, so I appreciate your attention. Please leave a comment, email me, DM me, say hi. I would love to hear what you thought about this episode, and I will see you next time on Own the Future.